And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news, and this is from the Cheap Seats, where I sit down with this gentleman here, and we talk about what's going on in the Livingston Parish Athletics. Going to give him a second to introduce himself. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. This is Rob DeArmond. I'm sports editor here at the Livingston Parish News. And today we have plenty to talk about, but first and foremost, let's start off with fall sports are over. And Denham wrapped up their season probably not the way they really wanted to, but got to go out uh, with two home playoff games in their brand new stadium. Let's brief overview of what they did the week before Thanksgiving. And then, of course, we were off last week. And then tell us about their final game versus Ruston. Yeah, something happened in Benton, right, y'all? <laughs> I'm sure you guys have heard about it already, but uh, uh, do yourself a favor if you have not seen uh, the end of this game. Uh, more specifically, the last possession by Benton. Go do yourself a favor and go look at it. Uh, they wind up winning uh, 29-28. Uh, you know, Benton's got the lead there. Uh, and it, to, to start it off, it, uh, Denham comes up a yard short on their possession uh, on a fourth and ten play. They come up a yard. So they turn the ball over, and uh, Benton gets the ball in Denham territory on the 49. Uh, long story short, they try to run out the clock. Uh, they take two knees. The first two plays, I think, lose 11 yards. The third play is a false start. Uh, on third down, the quarterback uh, takes the ball and it tries to scramble out. And there's a couple of uh, holding penalties and an invert, inadvertent whistle in there that kind of slows things down. So they stop the play. Then they back them up another 10. Uh, then I think they lost a couple yards on the third down play. Uh, which brings up the fourth down play, uh, and, and Benton still got a timeout at that point. But uh, uh, for whatever reason, uh, that, from what I, you know, I just reading things on social media was uh, they were kind of told to, you could go ahead and take a knee and, and the time would run out uh, on the play if you snapped it at a certain point. Uh, and I, I will tell you this, I'm, I'm watching on the computer, so uh, the, the camera was stationary, so I cannot see the clock at this point in time. Um, they wind up taking a knee uh, and give Denham credit on that play. They also rushed the quarterback. So he has to take kind of a quick knee. Uh, may have snapped it a little bit early. Uh, you'd probably say that. But what happens is, uh, bottom line, uh, Denham winds up with uh, 0.6 seconds, uh, a sixteenth of a second, I, I guess it would be, left on the clock, uh, which enables them to uh, – Bring out Caleb LeBlanc, who hits a 31-yard field goal to win the game. Uh, and for Caleb, that's uh, he's uh, had some struggles. Uh, but, you know, like uh, talking to Coach Beard that next morning, he's like, hey, at that point, you don't think about it. You just send him out and, he, hey, here's our, our, our shot to win it. So, um, And won it, and win it he did. Yes. And that brought them home for a quarterfinal game, first one since the 70s? Since the uh, 85. 85, so since the 85, 80s. Yeah. Uh, so first quarterfinal game since the 80s, and uh, here on the home field, against Ruston didn't quite go the way they wanted it to. Yeah, it's another one of those deals, and Coach Beard has talked about this all year long, about them getting off to slow starts. They wind up falling behind 21 to nothing, and they, they come back and uh, really quickly get 10 points right before halftime, uh, you get a touchdown, and then there's a... Uh, a couple penalties, one on that pass play uh, that they that they scored on, and then uh, there was a rough in the kicker on the the extra point. So they wind up kicking off from the Rustin thirty, which turns into an onside kick. They recover, and then Caleb LeBlanc hits a field goal on the last play of the first half to cut it. And 
from there on out, it, it was punch, counterpunch, you know, big play, big play. Uh, Denim cut it to four, I think, twice uh, during certain points. And then one, once it gets kind of later in the game, uh, they're having to go forward on fourth down, kind of deep in their territory, which kind of gives Rustin some short fields. And like Coach Beard said, at, at that point, you, you have to. You got to go for it. Kind of puts you in situations you don't really want to be in. But in order to kind of stay in the game, you, you have to. Uh, and then when you, you shorten up the field, it it uh, doesn't help you, you know. Sure. Uh, so Denham uh, knocked from the playoffs in the quarterfinal round. One game, they play the semis in the dome now, don't they? Uh, usually just finals. Just so, the finals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, that's basketball, isn't it? Basketball. And, yeah. And baseball, and, softball. And baseball, softball. But in football, right. the semis uh, remain at whoever has uh, the higher seat or whoever the lower seat. Yeah. I would. I would. Rustin was number one, so uh, they they I'd imagine they're back at home. So, sure. Uh, <laughs> so that uh, they'll be playing the semis uh, this Friday, yes, and uh, for a chance at the dome, which will be uh, you know spread out throughout the week next week. Uh, getting into moving forward. Well, actually, we still have to wrap up one piece of the fall. Yeah, we got a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All parish. Forgot about that. Uh, all parish football. We're not going to go through the whole team. We'll discuss the 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 whole first team, second team, and honorable mentions next week. But we are going to give you the superlatives, which is uh, MVP, offensive, defensive players of the year, as well as coach of the year. So run us through that. Yeah, I uh, got a chance to go meet with these coaches. Uh, we're feeling, we're doing this on Wednesday, so it's Tuesday morning. Uh, we, we usually do a little breakfast, which is really cool. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's one of the only times that we can get all the coaches in one spot. So when we, we, we can do it, we say, yeah, let's go get it done. Uh, just really enjoyed visiting with them and, and talking about some stuff other than football, but we still talked a lot of football. Uh, bottom line, we, we come out of this and uh, Denham Springs winds up uh, sweeping the uh, individual awards. Uh, Ray McNeely uh, from Denham Springs is the offensive MP, MVP. That's the second year in a row for him. Last year, he uh, was the MVP as a quarterback. If you'll remember, uh, Reese Mooney was injured, so Ray wound up playing quarterback for a lot of the, the season. Uh, I just got to talk to him uh, this morning, and, you know, this was a little bit tougher season for Ray. He had to go through a little miss, miss a game. We started talking about it. He, he thought back. He said, that's literally the first game I've missed in my uh, entire high school career. You know, he, he thought he might have broke a collarbone, but uh, luckily it wasn't. It was a, just a, a sprain, and he was able to come back and uh, – uh, he scored in that playoff game against Rustin. He scored three different ways, so it just tells you about the versatility that he brings to the team. And uh, and uh, it, you know, like you said, if that's how we're we're going to go out my last game, that's a heck of a way to do it. So, um, defensive MVP was uh, Deshaun McBride from Denham Springs. Uh, he's a junior, had nine interceptions this year. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, so uh, you know, and for him, it was uh, he he started three games as a sophomore. Kind of gets his feet wet, and I, you know, early in the year talking to Coach Beard, it was like, hey, we got to get, you know, Deshaun and, and Rancher Miller, uh, you know, their safeties some more playing time, just so they can get to a little bit, uh, you know, that seasoning, I guess, under their belt, and uh, you know, just talk, and talking to Deshaun, he, he said, I, I go out and I think I'm going to be a, you know, a run stopper, and all of a sudden I start getting these interceptions and stuff just starts happening. He said it's not something that that you kind of plan, it just kind of falls together. And, you know, if you'll remember, he had two uh, two pick sixes against Live Oak, and the, the last one was on the last play of the game. And, uh, you know, he gets it, and it looks like he's going to go, and he, he kind of had to fight, and he, he winds up getting in uh, in there. 
if y'all remember right, that was a really tight game early on, and uh, those were some plays that kind of broke that game open. Um, uh, I guess we'll go coach of the year. Uh, Brett Beard from Denver Springs is your coach of the year. That's, uh, I believe, second year in a row for Coach Beard doing it. Uh, and we touched on, you know, some of the reasons why here. It's, you know, 30 senior class, uh, and, and you're able to get to the quarterfinals uh, for the first time since – 1985 and you know like you said it's not just me it's uh it's the his assistant coaches it's the kids and uh you know he feels like they've uh kind of put the program on some solid footing here sure so be on the lookout next week and next week's print edition for the full um i would imagine i may i may wait until uh maybe christmas break okay uh, the, the stories I'll, I'll get the stories done but uh look around i, I think i'm going to try to do that around christmas break in our print edition so be on, uh, and we'll discuss the full teams next week. But that will wrap up our fall sports. So moving into winter sports, of course, we got a lot going on already. But the big story that we're going to discuss today is the Paris tournament begins next week, and it is at Doyle. Yes, correct. Okay, let's. Uh, we may actually have a little more tidbit. We didn't talk about this too. Live Oak has a new football coach. Oh God, yeah, because we were off next yes, week. We were or off last, last week. week. Yes. Uh, let's uh, let's we're, back we're, up. Let's we're, back we're, up a little bit. This we, is, we've got to wrap up. Yeah, fall. We got to try. This is a uh, this is a uh, this was unplanned because we kind of didn't talk about this in the planning meeting because it uh, it happened uh, literally uh, last week. I think as we were putting things to go to press last week. Uh, right, we were a little early for Thanksgiving so we and it just kind of swooped in. I think when you texted, I was like, I just got a story that I have to I have to put out before we do this. So uh, anyhow, uh, Live Oak has hired Hutch Gonzalez as his new football coach. Uh, y'all may remember that name from, uh, he was head coach at Mandeville for about four years uh, and also at St. Thomas Aquinas for a year. This past year, he was the offensive coordinator at Central um, you know, and, and I asked him, uh, he, he was teammates with Brett Beard at, at Southeastern back in 2003 uh, when they, that was the first football team when they brought football back. I covered that team. Um, don't, I know I'm old. Don't tell me. I, I already know. But uh, that's how long I've, I've kind of known these guys. Uh, and just, it just, I just talked to Hutch about, you know, hey, you make these stops along the way. And he, he said that, you know, you learn something each stop and you try to, you know, learn from it and bring it with you. Uh, and uh, I, I think the way he described it, he goes, this is the, 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 the hungriest version of, of myself that, that I probably, you know, had since I've been coaching, uh, you know, and he, he's a young guy and he just looking at what uh, Live Oak has, he, he said it's hard not to be kind of excited about what they have. Cause he said they've had, they've got guys who are coming in who are, are going to be seniors. He said, I can't look at it as, kind of building for the future because he said, I feel like they have some seniors who can contribute imme immediately. And as y'all know, uh, they, they relied on a lot of sophomores this year and those guys will be coming back as juniors. So the building blocks are there and he feels pretty good about that. Um, asked him about, about the offense and, you know, he, he played under Hal Mummy there at, at Southeastern. So, you, you know, you can, he said, you kind of learned that from the Godfather, but at the same time I've learned in, in high school football that you, uh, Sometimes it doesn't hurt to run the ball. He said sometimes that, that best athlete is the guy standing behind that quarterback, and sometimes you, you need to utilize him. So he, he said he liked to just kind of be balanced there on, on offense. So uh, we're going to see what Mr. Mr. Hutch can do up there in Live Oak. Now, is that it? I think that's it. I, I, that was that was a curveball, man. I'm, I apologize. I wasn't. I, that was one of those things that we we just didn't talk. I guess because it happened last week and just didn't talk about it in planning. So. Uh, Sorry I stopped you there, but no, you're good. Had to get that in there. You're good. You're good. Uh, I'm glad you brought it back up 
So uh, now I think we can move into the Let, Parish let's, Tournament. Let's give it a shot. Which is next week at Doyle. Uh, so kind of a central location this year. Uh, always a spectacle, uh, the Livingston Parish Tournament. is a lot of competition, a lot yeah. of good competition. Um, these teams have mostly been doing tournaments up until this point. Uh, so here's one more before we really get into the meat of the schedule. Uh, so let's run it down. Let's start with the girls. Ladies first. Yeah, I got it. So I got the boys tournament on the on the top on their bracket, but we'll flip it over. It's good. Uh, number one seed is Walker, the defending champ. I uh, got to see them play last night. Uh, they they won big, but uh, you know, Coach Arnold is is kind of you know at this point he said he's not too worried about the scoreboard and what it shows. It's uh it's getting better and doing the the small things that they need to do to get themselves back to the state tournament. Uh, you know, playing together as a team, uh, making sure you're rotations are correct on defense and uh, he said uh he's he's still waiting for some of that to happen he said the, the good part is it's still november that so they can still work on that um your number two seed is albany uh, and they'll be playing uh number seven live oak that'll be tuesday at six o'clock uh number three seed is denim they'll be playing number six springfield tuesday at uh three o'clock um the four or five seed, uh, four is Holden, five is French Settlement. They'll play each other Wednesday at three. And uh, your eight, nine game, Doyle is number eight. Marpaul is number nine. That'll be Monday at six o'clock. That's the second year they've done that where your eight, nine seeds and both boys and girls will play each other to kick off the tournament kind of. So kind of spaces that a little, out a little bit more so you, you're not uh, maybe as, as condensed as, as maybe the schedule used to be. So uh and just uh, just so you know, the uh, championship for the girls will be six o'clock Saturday, next Saturday. Gotcha. So that lays out the girls. Let's do the boys. Boys, number one seed is Walker. Uh, they have not played a game yet, which is uh, kind of how Coach Skiro lays out his schedule. You know, he keeps in mind that you know a lot of his guys do play football, and uh, I think when I talked to him Monday at the seating meeting. I believe he said they had three practices under their belt, but they opened the season tonight. Um, so we'll, uh, you'll really get, you know, they'll, they'll, and they do this every year. They start kind of coming together at the Parish tournament. And, uh, you know, I think they've won, uh, I think it's six in a row right now. If my, my math is right, I'm bad at math, but I think it's six. So they'll be going for, uh, for another one there. Um, We'll go through the rest of it. Uh, number two seed is French Settlement. That's the second year in a row they've been the, the number two seed. They will take on number seven, Springfield. That'll be Tuesday at 7.30. Uh, Denham Springs is the number three seed. They'll play number six, Doyle, Tuesday at 4.30. Uh, Wednesday, you get number four, Live Oak, against number five, uh, Holden. That'll be at 4.30 Wednesday. Um, and uh, your 8-9 matchup will be 8-Albany versus 9-Marpaw. That'll be Monday at 7.30. Uh, the championship game here will be Saturday at 7.30. So, and of course, you know, sometimes these games go an hour and a half. Sometimes they don't. Uh, yeah. But that's usually what they schedule them for. That'll be, now that's at the Doyle Elementary Gym. Elementary Gym. gym. Okay. That, that is correct. That is correct. Okay, so, so that's over have... there on the south side of the uh, the uh, rec park um, next to the high school baseball field. Uh, and I guess right there next By to... Doyle Elementary. Yeah. Uh, so don't go to the high school yeah, is basically what I'm trying school. to say. I've, I've done it before. <laughs> Me too. When, when I was a youngster, yeah, I, I did and, and, you know, it was, it was interesting too because many years ago when I was sitting in your seat, um, Doyle had their own tournament, which I believe they still do. Uh, Did that and then week. they had the, then they had the parish tournament, and I went to the old gym, and I was like, "Where is everyone?" Yeah, yeah. 
and it's at the elementary gym. So it's I just do. a bigger gym, bigger venue. I believe that I did that when I was working in Hammond, I, you know, riding around. I was supposed to meet Coach. That's when Coach Goodwin was coaching. Mm-hmm. Supposed to meet Coach Goodwin, and I'm like, where is everybody? And uh, I think I went to the new gym. I think it was the other way, and they were actually teaching uh, their their gym classes were in that old gym. So I went to the new gym and then had to get up and go back to the other gym. But uh, hey, you know, we know where we're going now. So yeah. So you will be. Um, Obviously, you can't cover every game. Uh, it takes a it takes an army to yeah. do that. Uh, but you'll be out there most of the week next week. Pretty much. I, my my goal is I I, I told uh, you know Coach White and Coach Kennedy my my goal is to actually cover two games per per day, and then we'll have uh, you know photographers out there. And I just said I'm I'm going to send a text out to my coaches and say just be diligent with your books and and get them to me. But uh, you know we. we my wife knows it's parish tournament time, man. You know, you, you, you leave and you say, I'll see you on the other side, man. You know, and then, sure. and you, you get through and then that, uh, that Sunday I think is recovery. You just, <laughs> right. But it's, I, I always enjoy it because it's another, like I said, another spot where you get all your, all your teams, all your coaches, all your players in one spot and everybody's, uh, everybody's pretty much, uh, you know, when they're, when they're, Playing each other, they want to win, of course, and but it's just really good to see, uh, you know, not only the the coaches and the teams, but these these fans support these teams, and they'll, you know, you see some people come in and they're, I mean, they they get they get in there that first game and they don't move, you know, besides bathroom breaks or concession breaks, they're not going anywhere. They're there for the duration, and that's that's really cool to see. Yeah, and it, like I said, it is a spectacle, and and it, it it seems to get bigger and better every year. Yeah, yeah, and especially last year, coming off of uh, you know, they had the year where you know French Settlement was supposed to host, and they got canceled because of COVID, and and you know at that point, uh, they're hosting it. And John Tuning said he said it's not something that you can just uh, it, you can just throw together because when you know you're hosting the tournament, you start going into planning mode a full year ahead of time. Yeah, uh, you, you can't just do it and say, "Hey, this is it." Because and and everybody wants to put on the best show and put put their best foot forward. And everybody, you know, so far this is man, how many have I done now? This is uh, this might be my fifth, I think. Uh, sixth, I believe. Because well, I'm 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 counting for that year they didn't have it for COVID. So ah, uh, true, was, true, true, true. So I, I was trying I was trying to get it in my head, but like I said, I'm bad at math. But this is uh, it, it just seems like every year everybody wants to put their best foot forward, and that that's what you get from from each school every time they host it. Doesn't matter who hosts it, uh, they always do a good job doing it. So Rob will be out there next week. Of course, we'll be wrapping up some fall sports, covering some winter sports this week. Remember, you can always follow him on Twitter. It's a good place to get get your info. Uh, I believe that'll be it. Yeah. That, so why was, don't you go ahead that was, and introduce that was pretty, yourself? Pretty, pretty cut and dry, man. Yeah, this is Rob DeArmond. I'm the sports editor here at the Livingston Parish News. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us for the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show. This is from the cheap seats. It's where we talk about what's going on in Livingston Parish athletics. Please remember the news is on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Once a week, imprint on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time.